Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire, and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com. Used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com forward slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast. For 50% off your next purchase, Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. Ooh. It's me, Theodore Rookies. Stay tuned later on in the podcast and you'll be able to see what's going on in our lives. It's the Sea Barnacle Show here today with you. It's me, Switzerland Santana and Ripley with an eye. It's Halloween time and we told you we were going to give you some special things. So we decided this time, fuck the normal way we do the show. Let's do it the way that we want to do it. So... Let's get it started and kick it off and talk about ways to celebrate Halloween inside the home. It's kind of weird, I know, going on uh, in the world right now. This isn't an average Halloween. Are we people going to be going door to door? Kids going to be trick or treating? Do you think kids should be trick or treating? I mean, they're just they're going to whether we want them or not. So it's up to you if you want to go out and go get candy for these kids or do any of that stuff. Do you think it's weird that I bought candy for myself and not for anybody else? No. Well, I think this year especially, I mean, maybe another year that'd be strange. But this year, I think you got to find ways to enjoy Halloween, maybe in a safe place or away from other people. So buying candy for yourself seems like a pretty good way to do it. You can go to Walgreens right now and get a bag of candy. Uh, buy one, get one free. It's like four ninety nine. It's like two bags of candy for ten bucks, so you can have it all to yourself. Well, according to Delish dot com, there's another way we can enjoy Halloween at home within the company of ourselves. And maybe a few select others. 20 Halloween cocktails that are even better than your costume. Hmm, let's see. I like the way this poison apple one is looking on here. Like, what is that? Poison apple cocktail? I mean, it reminds me, of course, of Snow White and Maleficent. And those are pretty good costumes if you want to. Well, it's... 
It says edible glitter. Edible glitter? Edible gold glitter. You can- yeah, so it's apple cider, cranberry, fireball, grenadine, and then uh, one quarter teaspoon edible gold glitter. I don't know how I feel about shit not glitter. <laughs> I mean, you drink gold schlager? No, I'm not a... 15 year old girl (laughs) (laughs) oh there's another one called the Jekyll and Jen it's got a lot of different things in in it I mean it's it's all glowy it looks like some type of electric lemonade or well yeah it's pretty much it's pretty much just a gin and tonic with a glow stick the fuck it's just a wow that's nah that's there's better ways to contaminate and irradiate your drinks besides using glow sticks well okay so let's check out black magic margaritas uh we got one tablespoon black sanding sugar is what's doing the color in this one and it looks very dark green uh looks really good honestly a lot of food coloring going in the day again not good for Digestion, all of those fake colors and things. Ooh, Bloody Mary syringes. That's a pretty cool, nifty thing. Just with the going in tangent with the syringes. I mean, that's that's a good way to get a nice drink. You know, get lots of like tomato. You know, I know some people that they put bacon in it, like with some good that's stuff. That's kind of. I don't know how I feel about having an alcohol drink. You got bacon and celery and. All this other shit in there. I mean, I guess it's good for hangovers and all, but I mean, I don't want to feel like a 1950s housewife. So, hey. So, for the ones who want a little bit of sweet with their alcohol, drunken peanut butter cup. And it looks like a peanut butter cup by Reese's. Wow. That looks. I don't like peanut butter. So, yeah, I, I mean, like- I guess for people who like peanut butter, that would be delicious. But my first reaction is, ah. Oh, well, you have to you have to infuse the vodka with Reese's Pieces first. Well, they got that. So, oh, it has vodka in it. They don't have that. Uh, not that whiskey they have that's like nutty or peanut Pe- buttery whiskey. Peanut, peanut whiskey. Yeah, I don't like that shit. That's weird. So that one's pretty cool. Ooh, I like this bourbon milk punch. It looks all fancy. I, I read it as pouch. Pouch? <laughs> milk pouch. No, no, no. Don't say it's, that ever again. It's pretty straightforward. You know, you got some cinnamon sugar, some vanilla ice cream. It's pretty much like a whiskey float with a bunch of caramel on it. It's Halloween time. Make you feel like a kid again. But except this time, it's alcohol in it. Is that a fucking donut? No, that's... That's is a, that a donut? It looks like it's a fucking donut. What is that? Uh, I think it's. I have no idea what that is. It looks like it looks like, a looks like caramel sauce, whipped cream, and uh, cinnamon sugar. And that's an apple cider slushy. Ew, I don't know how I feel about that. Although, in some places where it's getting cold enough, apple cider whiskey really hits the spot. Sweet poison cocktail. Let's see what this one's about. This one is. Light rum, coconut rum, blue caraco, and pineapple juice. <laughs> the zombie cocktail just needs Bacardi 151. Good luck finding that, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, there's other 151s, but not Bacardi. Ooh, and then jello glow shots. I like the idea of having jello shots that glow. What the fuck makes these things glow? So another one is the boozy apple cider, and it's literally like an apple cider. And then they put it in an apple. So the apple is a cup. Whoa. 
So these jello glow glowing jello things use all this science and shit. So quinine is an ingredient in tonic water. It's a fluorescent substance. So that substance absorbs ultraviolet light and then re-emits it. And that's what makes the jello shots glow. That's pretty cool. Why didn't they say that for the regular gin and tonic with the glow stick? Why did it have to be assholes and not include that information? <laughs> it's like, dude, who like Quinine being fucking glow in the dark. Who who would have thought? Whoa, cotton candy. You can dip cotton candy into a drink. That's that you sounds like a waste of, of cotton candy. It's gonna turn straight liquid. That's disgusting. Well, what what if it's cotton candy into like honey or syrup? What about that? Will that make it stay? Maybe, but though I like how this witch's heart thing. It looks like a cauldron, but I'm pretty sure that's dry ice making it do that, and then. That's fun to drink, I guess. It makes your drink super cold, but if it slides and hits your tongue, you're kind of fucked. Last but not least, can you, you see this purple people eater cocktail? Why is it purple? It's Houston. I like purple stuff. So Lots I mean, of purple and, and the chalice. It's uh, Let's check this thing out. Bring me my chalice so that I may sip upon my purple people eater cocktail. You need vodka, you need blue caraco, cranberry juice, sweet and sour, and grenadine. You mix them all together and it turns purple. No wonder it turned purple. That's, that's wonderful. Good talk, PJs. It's me, Fritz Toast Freddy. I decided I want to come into the show since it's Halloween and come on the show and say some crazy things. One time I was sitting at home and I took some pills I found under the couch. And when I woke up, it was three days later. Soccer blue. My pockets were turned inside out. One time I fell down and then I skinned my knee. But then I really realized it was only strawberry jelly. And then I passed out from the side of my own strawberry jelly. <laughs> so, moving on. Let's see. Uh, let's talk about some more horror movies since I watched like a couple. Um, have you seen the movie Wretched? What the fuck is Wretched? Wretched. It's about this witch thing or demonic chick thing. Like witch i guess enchantress sorceress whatever you want to say she lives in a tree and she lures children into her space i guess she like traps captures them and eats them or does whatever to them so she comes in to different she moves into different neighborhoods and inserts herself into different families and she can take over people's bodies and one by one she does that so she moves into this one neighborhood and the oldest son notices that she's weird and sees her being weird with this other kid because that little neighbor kid is cool with him. So he's noticing changes with the little boy and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. He's like, wait, something's going on with the mom. So he starts watching her because he has a broken arm from home. It kind of reminds me of that uh that Alfred Hitchcock shit. Wait, wait, is it Alfred Hitchcock or the Stephen King or the dude with the broken leg? Yeah, that Stephen King. God damn it. Stephen, yeah, that that shit. You know what I meant. Yeah, it reminded me of that. And also The Simpsons too. But yes, it reminded me of that. And um, Yeah, yeah, I just 
Uh, I've been watching the original Simpsons on Disney Plus, and it's like, dude, the first few seasons are so funny. Like, <laughs> like next, like the Simpsons are next level funny. I like to watch the Treehouse of Horrors. It'll be a nice ones. Uh, you got a nice collection. You got at least thirty of them. Sons at least thirty of them. What a new one! New one coming out soon. But uh, so getting back to the story, so this. The, the main thing that the witch does to, to like get the kids is she makes everybody else forget about that kid so she can sneak in and take it. So Damn. She, so they, she like steals your memories and then steals your, your baby. Pretty much. Like she'll come in and, and then she can has power. What she, she can do talk with the kids? You, takes them and either to, oh eats them. She eats them because they show them like eating a kid and it was like hardcore. I was like, oh Damn. shit, he ate a little kid. She like bit into his fucking neck and was like, oh and I was like, oh God. And that's how you know it's serious when they eat little kids. But <laughs> what do they do with the little kids? Like like what's so much like I feel like a little kid has like less nutrients. <laughs> well people eat veal, so why wouldn't it well yeah, because they're sadists, but <laughs> You know, you have to take the baby cow and, like, tie it to a post, and then you have to, like, create a river of blood for it to float on. See? Oh, maybe that's what that witch was doing with the little kids in the, in the, in the, in the story. a river of blood <laughs> to float on. Well, hey, shit. Do you act like the fucking stories that they were telling kids, like the fucking Pied Piper? And, and I'm not talking about, well, maybe I am talking about R. Kelly. St. Patrick. <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Whatever Dude. it is, you're playing music and luring kids out. Maybe I am talking about R. Kelly. Dude, that, so after the, like, a thousand years from now, they're gonna have like a folk legend of like R. Kelly going around peeing on people. <laughs> so this sort of story is gonna mix with the original Pied Piper. And a long time ago, he just peed on them and he like left. lured all the kids out of the town to pee them, to pee on them <laughs> by playing music. <laughs> he he pissed on all of them. <laughs> Because if you say pied wrong, it's peed. So he's peed, the peed, he's the peed, he's the peed piper. <laughs> and that's how it would get there. Like they completely forget about like St. Patrick or any of that kind of stuff. And they'd just be like, nah, he's the peed piper. It's R. Kelly. <laughs> uh, but that's one movie. <laughs> Wretched. Um, another one I watched was Before I Wake, and that motherfucker pissed me off because that it was it was interesting. First of all, it was PG thirteen, and I never trust a fucking scary movie as PG thirteen. I, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think it matters? I can't. What What's the last PG thirteen movie that was like? I can't even. Honestly, I don't even pay attention to ratings, so I'm trying to like real. It's really hard for me, but it's like everything. Like everything's R. Yeah. Usually, horror movies tend to be R. This is one of those weird, supposedly like M Night Shyamalan type shit. So then it's PG thirteen. Not, not that I have anything against M Night Shyamalan. Was, I'm just was, saying. The, was Six Sense PG thirteen? Yep. The that only one that sense. wasn't was like the happening, but who the fuck? How about AI? Was that PG thirteen? Uh, mm, I think so. All yeah. of that shit was PG thirteen. Yeah, all those like weird, like mind fucks. They tend to be PG thirteen, but the slasher is yeah. like hard. Well, yeah, because the slashers have like sex and vulgar language and like 
Dude, like, like stereotypes come on. and yeah, yeah, tropes exactly. And shit. Lots of tropes, and they just, you know, the fret like the fucking racist towards through. everybody. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got the country like redneck dude who hates everybody, and he gets murdered. <laughs> he, yeah, then you got the one black guy that everybody, all the white kids know who gets murdered. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course. And, like, then you have like Taco Pedro. And he yes, gets, he gets murdered. He gets murdered. <laughs> Like yeah. the only pe- the only people that survive are the hot chicks. Some well, not like, not like the hot hot chicks, but not the ugly chick. It's like the chick in the middle, that's like <laughs> kind of like a seven ish, and then like the nerd. The one where if you put two hands up and cover up her other friends, then it makes her look like she's less hot. <laughs> you get to see her for how she really is, or something like that. Well, what was no, that trick on? Was that, that on? Uh, that no, was a uh, high metro. That was a high metro mother. He's like, look, or something like that. He's like, look, you put your hands here, you can see like <laughs> Neil Patrick. He's like, Harris. you're like I said that. I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's me. No, I didn't do. That. <laughs> <laughs> but before I wake, so this little kid, he keeps going from foster home to foster home. Because at nighttime, he has dreams and they come to fruition and they're realistic. They happen. But the thing is, if he has dreams that are happy, if he has nightmares, then that comes to life. And then that's terrifying. So there's a thing called the canker man. That's the, chasing, canker man. the canker man is chasing everybody and it runs up and follows him and says everywhere it says, I'm always with you. And that sounds like, familiar. Fuck? I think they've, is that a remake? I don't know. I just know that I watched Kangaroo it. And Man. it. But that's just the, that, that particular monster. You may be thinking Herpes of, will be with you forever. Ha ha ha. Something. Ha, ha. <laughs> that's what canker shit is. Yes, but there's a twist, sort of. And then in the end. So, oh yeah. So the couple that adopts him last in the movie is. Asian? No, Damn. no, well, he's not, he's not gonna be smart then. No, he's so listen, he they got these uh, the mom and dad, so they lost their first son because the son drowned in the bathtub. But the thing that was stupid about it is the mom kept having flashbacks to the son drowning, but I'm like, she wasn't there. How the fuck you have flashbacks of him drowning and his body flashing the flailing around and you weren't even there, you weren't even in the house at the same time. You heard about word of mouth, and she's like mad at the dad because it was his fault supposedly that he drowned because he looked away and or something so she's mad at him and blaming him and she goes crazy obsessing because the little boy that they adopt has a dream and he saw a picture of their son that died and so they got to see him and then the mom flipped out and was just using him to try to see their old son and it made her fucking seem crazy but I don't know check it out the ending kind of pissed me off because well, you'll see before I wake. And then the last one I saw was Alive. Have you seen that one? No, who, who's in that? Alive, that one is a Korean movie, but it's dubbed in English, but it's dope. It's a zombie movie. Yeah, Koreans go hard in the paint. With those movies, right? Did I think they had that other movie, Parasite, too? I haven't dude, seen that one either, yeah, but I heard that, that one's one really good. Uh, dude. I have so many Korean movies to watch and they're all like just mind fucks and horror and like dude the Koreans go hard I love them dude so this fucking movie it's about this kid he's like he's like a 
he's like 18 or whatever or whatever. His parents go, they're like, oh, we're going to the store or wherever. So he's at home. No, no, no. They go out of town and he's at home and they tell him to go grocery shopping and he does it. And supposedly some infection or something happens in the world that turns people into these like quote unquote zombies. It's not exactly zombies, but it's like like that. Damn. And so he's stuck at home and he ends up uh, he he doesn't go get anything to eat, so he runs out of fucking food. Damn. He runs out of electricity eventually, and all that. So he's stuck in this room, and they can hear you if you make noises. They can't really see, but they can hear things, and they can burst into apartments and all. So he's trapped in his apartment and shit with like no food really, with like yeah. limited food, limited electricity, and all that stuff. And you think how how the hell is he gonna get out? And so it was done really well. It, I, I I like this movie. Like I gotta watch that shit again. It yeah. reminds me of some shit did you play, like some Last of Us type shit, like some game type shit. So I, I'm always down for a good zombie story that's not cliche. It's not fucking stupid. And this was definitely neither of those things. I would recommend the shit out of that. Hell yeah. So overall. I would recommend Alive. Definitely, it's hashtag Alive. It's just the name of the movie all together. That's I would definitely recommend that. Wretched, yeah, I'll, yeah, it's pretty good. Before I wake, eh, I don't know. It was all right. If you want to check it out, that's up to you. But don't say I didn't warn you, dude. That's crazy, dude. There's this one Korean movie. I forget the name, but it's like they turn people into plants. Oh shit! Yeah. So, like, don't fuck with Koreans, dude. <laughs> Lesson learned. So, we'll be back after this break. Filipetti! The apostrophe E is silent, and I'm sitting here with one of Rock's greatest duos. From the band The Deviants, I'm here with lead vocalist Theodore Rockets. And a lady guitarist, Angus Bon Bonvi. Hello, hello there. It's me, Theodore Rookies. I'm happy to be here. Oh, thank you, Philip. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, it, it's it's crazy. I've been touring with this horse's ass for about, I'd say, about 30 years. I can tell you, I don't remember this guy's name. I always often forget it. Well, after 30 years of LSD and whores, how can you expect anyone to remember the name? No, 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 you, you, you don't get it. I forget lots of things like kids, wives, my own birthday. In fact, I went to the doctor to see if there was something wrong with me, like if I had like dementia or anything. At least I was able to rock out loud, you know? After 15 years of DMT, as far as I'm concerned, my name is Moon Cricket. Oh, it's very interesting, fellas. Very, very interesting. So, tell me, after you, what, 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 how did you come up with the concepts for your first album? Well, I did a bunch of bath salts back in 1971 with a little guy named Robert E. Lee. And we did, I mean, I'm telling you, all of the bath salts. And that's how we came up with Deviant, the art one. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That was that was some good that was some good times there. I also remember after I listened to our first album, I thought, 
we rock out loud and that's how our album ended up being called we rock out loud you know if we rock out loud was really more of a, a symphony anthem for the rebel type you know back in the 70s you know that was all the game so tell me about your second album how'd you get that how'd you go today for that after a couple of projects and touring around the place we came up with horse horse and the first the thing about it was people thought that I was saying horse, but I was not saying horse. I was saying horse because I really don't remember how I was on the floor and they found me there. And they, the first thing they said that I wanted was horse and said yeah. they thought it was me horse, right? Yeah, well, there was kind of a mix up there wherever in France. Uh, they came with a plate of horse. So, so, so tell us, fellas, this is the main question that everyone all of your fans have it's that why why after 15 years are you releasing an album now why do it after all this time in this year of 2020 well philip it's it's after 30 years of smoking marijuana you just have to understand the priorities in life yeah, priorities are big in more life. So we just hope that everyone can come together. People who like little bits and pieces of our old albums. We got something for for you. We've got something for our new fans. You know, we we're experimenting with a new sound. We're trying to bring everyone together, and I must say, it's it's going to be beautiful. So we've done a lot of fusion with the Indian music, and I have to say, there's plenty of sitar. You can never get enough sitar. Well, thank you, fellas, for coming in and having an interview with us. Hopefully, people will tune in and listen to the rest of it. What is the name of your new album? Assholes and Elbows. Assholes and Elbows. That's how you get through life. And we're back. I wonder if you can hear the geese. Oh, dude, those fucking geese were crazy. We were fucking fishing our asses off earlier. Dude, we were catching, like, there's three of us. I, I guarantee you each of us caught five different bass. Yeah, so I'm going to post a fucking picture of me and my bass on our Instagram. So you'll be able to see that. I'll probably post it on our Twitter page as well. Oh, man, one of those bitches was super huge, and he jumped off at the last second and broke my heart and spirit, but I still persevered and got two more back-to-back. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how hungry those guys were. We were just tossing them out, and we were just catching them, reeling them in. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it was. It was like fishing almost with dynamite. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Have you ever fished with Debbie throwing explosives <laughs> into a lake? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd just like murder all the fish and like destroy all the meat. Like, <laughs> hey, no, at least as long as you still have fish heads, you could do so many things with those fish heads. You could eat them up, yum. You could take a fish head out to see a movie and all the stupid shit that that song said you could do. So it wouldn't be a total. Or you could make fish head stew. People eat that, so it wouldn't be a total loss. Fish head? Fish head stew, soup, soup. I don't know. I don't eat. uh, People eat it. I don't. I just couldn't eat it because his face is staring at you looking like, why? Why are you doing this to me and making it, uh, putting my skull into some hot scalding water? No. Well, back back to... The Simpsons, I just watched the episode where they ate the three-eyed fish. 
Oh shit. You know, yeah. it's a real three eye fish, right? Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. That sounds like so Halloween y and like creepy. Like if you went somewhere where it was like the Adams family lived. You know, speaking of where the Adams family live and it being creepy, let's talk about some places that are haunted. What do you what do you think about that? Well, we got the article for you. We got insider.com, the history behind 40 of the most haunted places in America. The one that is the super off the bat off the bat interesting to me is the Winchester Mystery House in California. So the Winchester, you you've heard of the the, the rifle Winchester. Yeah. That Mrs. Winchester, she built a house uh, in California, and it had at one point two hundred rooms, ten thousand windows, two thousand trap doors, regular doors, and spy holes. She kept building shit on the house over and over again because supposedly she was trying to keep spirits out and trap them from getting to her. So she supposedly went crazy building this house or trying to make it like that. Yeah, so uh, deeper into the, what I've been told about this place that's not necessarily covered in here, they, a bunch of people were died in the house because of for the deaths of all of the Winchester rifles. Yep. So like pretty much at the end of the day, what you need to understand is that spirits fucking hate you if you kill them. They'll come, <laughs> and they'll come haunt your house, mansion with... 10,000 windows. And if you invent something that kills a lot of people, oh, you best believe that's a pattern. <laughs> but 10,000 windows, doesn't that, that just, 10,000 windows. I look, in my room, I got three windows. I mean, maybe she went to have a greenhouse or so a mausoleum. If, so if you had three windows in every room, like that's a lot, that's a lot of rooms. Well, at least you can, the views would be wonderful. I think one of the one of those things. The next moving on is: uh, Did you ever play that game, The Suffering, on PlayStation? Or no, what's that one? So, The Suffering was a game where you were in prison. You start off being in a prison, and then everybody in the prison gets attacked by these crazy ass creatures, and you have to break through the prison. To get to the end, the fights, your yeah. inner demon or your psycho, because you can go psycho. So there's three endings, is well two endings in the first one. There's a good ending and a bad ending. In the good ending, you, you you didn't kill your family; somebody else did. It framed you. In the bad ending, you were the one who killed your family because you were angry. Damn. Yeah. So they used the there's a DVD on the side of uh, that came with the game. And it was talking about how what they used to research the prisons and stuff. And one of them was talking about Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, which was one of the most expensive yeah. prisons in the world. So he talked about that and some creepy stories that happened. And one of those creepy stories I remember was uh, it was saying a guy who would go in there and check the locks and in, in the prison because no one... No one's there anymore. It's closed. Yeah. It's people use it for their, for tours and they tour it. But since it's so old, a lot of the doors and lock and the locks they move and the cell doors move and creak and creepy shit like that. People say that they felt weird energy and 
his screams yeah. and all that shit. And so one locksmith quit because he was there one time by himself. Yeah. And he was changing the lock. And then out of the corner of his eye, he saw something. And he just saw something standing at the end of the hallway. He thought it was a person. But when he looked at it, it never formed into a person. It was just a shadow. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, what are you doing in here? And it just stood there. And he's like, well, you're not supposed to be in here. You, you need to leave now. Then when he said that, it stood there still. So he said, hey, get out. And all of a sudden, it ran at him at full speed. And when it got to him, it dissipated. And the smoke or shadow went up to the ceiling. And a bunch of eyes showed up on the ceiling. A bunch of different pairs of eyes staring at him. And then they said, we're all watching you. And after that, he, <laughs> fucking, he fucking quit after that. He was like, nah, I'm not. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm out. Nah, not the eyes. I don't know what it is, but like eyes are like super creepy. They are. Ugh. Like on a person, they're fine. And like animals, whatever, fish even. But like. If you have more than like two eyes, it gets like super creepy real fast. Like especially like spiders and stuff, <sighs> flies even. Flies are gross. All of them are gross. I think about the time I killed this fly or bug or whatever, and I thought, right, whatever, it's gone. And then later I went to wipe my forehead because it was hot. One of those hot summers when I wiped my head, I looked at my hand and there was that bug's head, and it was just staring at me with his. Pincers in mouth going, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" So how the fuck was this thing still alive with its head like decapitated? That was the freakiest thing to me. They're crazy. They're crazy, man. Like you can't understand what bugs do. You just can't. But coming back to the insider article, could you imagine going to a cozy bed and breakfast in the middle of New England? Well, the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast in Fall River, Mass. Well, apparently there's a lot of brutal murders in the late 1800s. Lizzie and Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wicks, and when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Well, and apparently that's why it's a thing, because Lizzie, Lizzie Borden apparently was the murderer, and so they named the bed and breakfast after her because uh, she will haunt you while you sleep. Lizzie Borden was also a porn star who got sued because of <laughs> indecency. <What> the fuck? <laughs> it's true. She did get in trouble for some Why shit. Why do you she know did. this? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> it was on some documentary about something, and I don't know what it was about, but it was in there, and I thought, why is this part of this documentary? But yeah, there you go. The more you know. So the RMS Queen Mary is haunted by many ghosts. And I'm pretty sure um, they had like an episode of Archer about that. I'm sure there's lots of places that Archer's made fun of that are haunted. But there also there's a lot of places that are haunted. I will, there's especially a lot of those uh, Civil War places. The Civil War Indian places. Indian burial grounds. Yes, Indian burial grounds. Uh, uh, plantations and shit like all of yeah. that shit <laughs> is haunted 
why the fuck would you want to get married on a plantation? First of all, that is asshole and privileged be of you to do so. That's not what it's for. Like, really? Come on, man. That's desecrating the, uh, like, death of a lot of people. You don't want someone to go to, like, a funeral where you're such peepaws buried and stand there and have a party and a wedding on top of a bunch of coffins and shit, dude. Yeah, I I would. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Crack up a couple of cult ones with the boys. Yeah, I got you. Well, you know, it's just when I think of stuff like that, it really comes down to, like, you know, I'm kind of like a creepy human being. So it's like the... The question I'm asked all the time is, "Have you ever licked a lobster?" What what's what's better, Nightmare Before Christmas or Beetlejuice? <sighs> See, that's a thing. It's hard because they represent different aspects. You know, different. Yeah. They're kind of sort of. They came around the same time, but not really. Yeah. I guess one well, uh, Beetlejuice was eighties, eighties and nineties. Yeah. yeah, and Jack Skeleton was. Was nineties. I think it's hard. Also, Beetlejuice was spun off into a cartoon. I used to watch the cartoon. Yeah. I love the cartoon. <laughs> he was the ghost with the most, baby. Yeah. But as far as the movie, the movie and the cartoon were way different. They're way. They're like the cartoon of Beetlejuice was like, like really like kiddish and like funny, dark humor. The movie was like fucked up. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> it really fucked up. It is was. not. It is not you what you back, would think. Like you know, it's twenty plus years since it's thirty years almost. I don't even remember when it came out. It's probably really old, but dude, it's just like you go back and watch it, and you're just like, holy shit, they got away with so much more back then. Like you couldn't. It was really, like PG, right? Yeah, that would PG, not be PG no, now. Be R now. Oh, no, I don't, <laughs> no, yeah. it'll be a hard PG thirteen. It had to edit some stuff to get it to PG thirteen. It, yeah, it's 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 an awesome movie. I mean, it's pretty much just like, hey, fuck you, humans. There's demons, and now you got to do demon shit. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like they for like I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's just like there's like a little model. And that like teleports you into like another dimension. Then neither way. And then you have to do like hauntings and stuff. That sounds like work. No one wants to do that. You have to do hauntings, really. Or well, what? What are you gonna do if I don't hunt? They they like they do some fucked up shit to you if you don't do what they say. So it's like that. Or you have Nightmare Before Christmas where it's like the whole world is Christmas and then you just have a dude who wants it to be Halloween. I like the fact that you can watch it throughout. the. I see what you did there, Disney. You put something out that you can watch from Halloween through Christmas time. Yeah. So you can just keep it going and going. Keep it. But it's such a good, like, story, though. Like, it is a good story. Like the dude's in love with like the dead girl, and like I it's kind of like Dante's Inferno, but like Dante's Inferno's, but yeah. like Disney version. <laughs> Disney, but still, I found a way for it to be weird and macabre, like the dude having a and, scratch in his brain, and, and now like you know, overweight women with black hair get tattoos. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, Jack Skellington. <laughs> See you next time, people. We're gonna we're gonna get canceled after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> just no, it's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't I can't be canceled for telling the truth. <laughs> oh, is there any? So what do you think the I think it's hard to compare them because okay, so this is what I have a problem with with the nightmare before Christmas is something like plot holes. So in the song What's This? Yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck snow is. But then later on in the song, the nigga says, There's children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. So obviously you know what a fucking snowball is. So which one? Do you know what a snowball is? Or do you not know? Maybe that's just something I'm overthinking. Maybe he's just stupid. <laughs> but how, but he's the pumpkin king. I don't know what a snowflake is, but I know what a snowball is. Because it hurts. <laughs> I think the songs are good. What, what song do you remember from Beetlejuice? Yeah, exactly. There are, exactly. Are there ones? No. There All might, you remember, there might be. All you remember is how dark it was, and you were like, wow, Michael Keaton... What, what if the they fuck? did? <laughs> Tim Burton, why? <laughs> I just think of him as Batman. So what they did, you know what? Michael Keaton out there in the world should following be a Multiplicity. mix of fucking Batman and Beetlejuice. That'd be uh, awesome. Yeah. Beetle Man. Beetle Bat Bat Juice. We'll think of the title later, but it'll be awesome. It'll be two roles that I like. Of him as Batman. He was a good Batman. He was a real yeah. good Batman. I, I miss him. It's better than George Clooney. George Clooney, you're a terrible Batman. You're an awful Batman. You should be you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Which one? George Clooney. You should be ashamed of yourself for that Batman performance. Also, but I will say you're not as bad as Ben Affleck. I didn't even have to see that movie to know that Ben Affleck was gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Multiplicity? I have not seen Multiplicity. But I'm aware of it, just like how some people are aware of McMillan and Wife. Dude, it's a weird-ass movie, dude. It's Michael Keaton, like, fucking clones himself, and every clone gets more, like, stupid. (laughs) Dude, it's, like, weird. And then all of them interact with his wife, and so his wife, like, fucks, like, six different dudes. Jeepers. (laughs) It's, dude, it's got a 43 on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Golly. Well, there you go. You can watch that. (laughs) It did, but apparently, according to Google, it's got an 83. So So who's right? Ben IMDb has 6.1. So speaking of, let's let's look at that. Compare Beetlejuice to to Nightmare Before Christmas. Which one is this Rotten Tomato thing is the best? Oh, let's look at IMDb. Because ultimately, me personally... If it was talking about movies, I'm going to go with Nightmare Before Christmas. But if uh, we were like Beetlejuice the cartoon, then yeah, I'd watch the Beetlejuice cartoon. It was was pretty cool. I like the jokes they had on there. And I can think of random stupid shit from from the episode. Like, shop to you freak at the spooky boutique. And there's the neither world, and he was scared of fucking sandworms. 
And then one of the intros, the sandworm bit his head off. So Beetlejuice got an 85. That's 1988. 19. See, I knew it wasn't that big of a gap. 1988. Beetlejuice versus, and he got a, he said 85%. Hmm. And then Nightmare Before Christmas was 1993. Indeed. And let's see what kind of score it got if my phone will load. And it got 95. Damn. Oh, so I guess Nightmare Before Christmas wins. I mean, I guess it wins regardless. Well, Personally, I mean, for me, when's the last time you watched Beetlejuice? Exactly. Probably the same time I watched <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I've watched Nightmare Before Christmas recently because it was on TV probably at some point. And well, yeah, it's what, PG? Yeah, but they show it on like one of those mini derivatives of the Disney own shit. Boomerang? One of those. Nah, it was whatever. Or is one that of those. Cartoon Network. No, that's Cartoon Network. No, it's one of those derivatives of Disney that they had spin off Free Fall or whatever the fuck, or the Family, whatever channel that they, they keep changing that channel anyway. Too. I don't know. Well, they have the Thirteen Days of Halloween. Wait, was didn't they? What was didn't they have like Disney at Night program shit? What was that called? Wait, is, was that a thing? No, it was Nick at Night. It was Nick at Night. Yeah, that was Disney didn't do that. Lopez. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, Nicky and I had Disney George do? Lopez. Disney just played like Disney old shit. cartoon, like Steve yeah. Willie. Maybe I can't remember what Disney used to. Yeah, do back they would in the day. they would do that. They would show cartoons and they would show like shows. All then, I remember is I didn't like it. I didn't either. It wasn't worth it. It got so that's why I can't remember what they played. So because all I remember was like, screw you guys, I'm gonna watch Adult Swim. <laughs> I'm going to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force and be satisfied with my life. H. John Benjamin. <laughs> oh, so you know, it's crazy. Speaking of um, cartoon and Halloween. So for the first time ever, Charlie Brown is going to be on Apple Plus. F- and a lot of people are pissed off. They're like, it's been coming on for over five decades on ABC. And they won't play And it. not Apple got the rights to oh, it. So they it's going to stream it. it. Yes. First of all, Apple, fuck you. Put it back on fucking ABC. Stop doing that. Really? No one wants to buy a shitty service like that. Yeah. Um, there's too many of these services anyway. I know you're trying to get money out of us, but fuck you. Get to work together, figure it out, make a package that works for everybody. I mean, as long as as long as the Christmas story keeps playing, I um, I mean, I didn't really ever watch Charlie Brown because I watched the Christmas story. But see, Charlie Brown has the Great Pumpkin and all of that, so all of that stuff's on there too. Yeah, but the kid shoots himself with a BB gun. <laughs> this is the best yeah. movie ever. And his mom told him he'd shoot his eye out, so that makes it even better. And then the dogs eat the turkey. And there's a beer called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, and it's delicious. It's actually really good. So, I mean, I, I guess it's to each his own Halloween stuff. I mean, I don't know what you guys, uh, what else Clifford. you want to watch? Clifford. Clifford Thanksgiving Spectacular. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got all the... Well, I mean, that's it. Is there anything else Halloween-y you can suggest? I mean, I gave a bunch of movies. We told you to watch The Simpsons. I guess that's about it. Right? Yeah, we're looking pretty good here. Okay, well, thank you for tuning in to this special edition, I suppose, episode of the Sea Barnacle Show. 
Tune in next time, and I guess it'll go back to normal, or maybe not, depending on how we feel. Yeah, we might do all commercials one time. <laughs> That'd be fun. Until next time, from us at the Sea Barnacle Show, it's Switzerland Monroe and Ripley with an eye. See you, muddy buddies, next time. Hi, welcome to Cloggers. Can I help you? Man, I've had all this food here. I've had all the Red Carmichael specials, all the chickens, all the burgers, man. When are you guys going to come out with something new, man? Ah! Greetings and salutations. It's me, Carmichael Reggie. And today we're introducing from Cloggers our new Diet Cloggers menu with our brand new Don't Ask, Don't Tell burger. It's half the calories and twice the flavor. And I'm pretty sure those are onions. What's in it? You don't really want to know, and we don't really want to tell you. I'll take two. Cloggers. It's food, bitch. Eat it.